0: What a way to start the show. Yep. Hey, uh, Man, welcome no, no, no. to Calculated Risks, Eberron uh, Adventure. My name is Bob. I'm not the DM. But <laughs> DM is, having is this on?
1: Difficulties. Is this bike
0: on? <laughs> <laughs> Testicles can you guys hear me? Testicles. <laughs> Testicle. <laughs> Check one, one, two, yeah. Check. Okay. And, uh, would...
2: if anyone's new to this stream, now's the moment you realize we're all insane here.
3: It's true. Um, uh, it would appear that for some reason the snowball's not working, so I'll troubleshoot that when we're not in the middle of a uh, stream. Um, hey, everybody. Great. Do I sound okay to you all, though? Yeah. All right. That's close enough. If the audio is horrid in chat, please let me know. All right. So um, thanks for... Uh, picking up the slack there everybody and uh while i was fixing that um welcome to uh, calculated risks and ever adventure season three episode seven all the potatoes and Sharn. um you will notice a couple of changes around here uh we have a new map because uh, we're going to Sharn, and we have um i i still have to change we're going to be changing our um title card soon and and adding some things and so please excuse the digital dust if you're watching this if you're listening on the podcast sorry i just wasted 30 seconds of your time explaining shit you can't see um
0: so- so need you, you <laughs> one of those animated gifs from back in like the 90s html it's yeah. like under construction
3: right yeah it's a flashy and um, yeah
0: glitter. yeah
2: lots of glitter
3: uh, seizure inducing yeah. auto start playing, like, you know, some Richard Marks or
0: some shit. Like, no, you know, go like all the way back. Get some crappy MIDI thing.
3: Right, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, so, on that note, if you haven't ran away yet, uh, we are in Eberron. Everybody's back, mostly everybody's back. Uh, don't let the uh, name card under Bob's face fool you. He's no longer playing Grace. I just didn't have a chance to edit it this week. Uh, Because things have been crazy busy, but we'll get into that in the uh, afters. Uh, So getting back in the adventure, when last we met, you had all piled into the teleportation circle, uh, along with, I believe it was 20 kobolds and three ogres, was that correct? Yes. And you were headed back to Sharn, to the Church of the Silver Flame uh, little temple that was uh, kind of adjacent to Morgrave University, is that accurate?
0: That is what I remember.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
0: Excellent. So you appear. <laughs> teleportation circle
3: completes. Um, Bamf. You have bamfed in. You see there's like two Silver Flame like acolytes standing in the room with the teleportation circle. And they just like, like, one of them's got a book open and they were clearly having a conversation. And they just very slowly sort of look over at you like, I quickly
1: dodge out of the way of the teleportation circle as the kobolds and the ogres come in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, so like this pile of of, uh, of creatures uh, pops through. Um,
0: yeah, and these, Greetings, these guys, holy persons, we mean you no harm.
3: They uh, look around for a second. Let's see if they're quick enough on the uptake to notice Um, nope. Uh, so they're just kind of staring there dumbfounded. Uh, one of them starts to sort of inch their way over towards the door. Uh, go ahead and make an insight check. Uh, everyone, if you don't mind, but we'll go ahead and, uh, give Krasimar advantage on that check
0: because he is uh, familiar with the order. Wow. I have, I have a twenty. I have a 20, 23. No,
2: twenty two, sorry.
3: Chris? Thirteen. Thirteen? All right. <laughs> um Shrunk again. You're not sure why they're looking so cagey, uh, but it becomes very clear to Woody and Anu that they're the these acolytes don't seem to have noticed that there's a silver flame priest with you. So they seem to think this is an invasion.
2: Okay, I will. I will just say. Uh, by the way, before we get into more details, I'll take Kresimir and push him just in front of me. He's a, he's one of yours. We mean you no harm.
3: They say, all right. Listen, we'll get the we'll get the high priest, and you can negotiate for his release with them.
0: We have not captured him. We are merely. Using your teleportation circle as a handy means of arriving in your fair city.
2: Yeah, I mean, he made the teleportation circle.
3: Is this true, brother?
1: As true as possible. Just, just mind your foot. That, that's a kobold's tail right there. <laughs> Don't step on them. They, they, they get snappy when you step on them. Uh, do, do, do you need us to get the
3: high priest, sir? <laughs> I have to mute my mic! <laughs> You're asking everybody else? <laughs> I'm getting
1: <you? making> confusion. I <laughs>
4: <laughs> <at> snappy when <laughs> you step on <forward> the.
2: <laughs> do we what? Are you asking me if we need the high priest right now? <clears throat> I mean, why do you ask me? You're one of them. You should know. What kind of priest
1: are you, man? Uh, I think uh, I slept in when they explained exactly what the high priest did. <laughs> uh,
3: I, I think he's the one that wears the funny hat. They say, uh, "Just stay, stay here, brother. We'll be right back." And they start to like leave the room.
1: Uh, I think this is our cue
3: to bust out of here. I think <laughs>
1: we should. Let's just get out.
3: I agree <laughs> so you just take off running out the side door um, <laughs> oh my god a warforged a heavily armored human uh, a stumbly priest you're just wearing robes is that correct uh, Chris Mark uh, let me check and I'm getting a little breath on your mic <laughs>
1: I'll try readjusting it a little. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing a, a robe and a breastplate.
3: Yeah, so like in this ratty sort of filthy robe, um, then you've got I Anu's mean, like gleaming perfect armor and, and glittery makeup <laughs> and, and beautiful like Fabio hair flowing in the wind, uh, a war forged, and then just a horde of cobalts
0: <laughs> all sort of
3: on scooter. the street. And a few ogres.
0: Don't forget scooter.
3: Right, a couple of ogres and a gray render. Um, <laughs> and uh, or she he stole the teacup chihuahua? If I, I had, get he, oh no, he he, 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 got, he got changed back. And in fact, um, I don't remember if we uh, explicitly mentioned this last session, but uh, Scooter seems to have taken a shine to Woody. Uh, seems to be effectively bonded with Woody. Well, yeah,
2: that makes
3: sense. Almost as Hello, he, massive dog-like thing. As, almost as if he recognizes him. And uh, in, in fact, like sort of, uh, will periodically nuzzle your docent.
0: Um, <laughs> so. If you had ears, I would scratch them.
1: Actually, I'd second thought it might be a good idea to talk to the high priest
3: uh you Ed, says as you rush out onto the street of sharn and see uh various folk that are walking around morgrave university all pretty much in unison look toward you as you just ran out onto the street with like a small <laughs> army of co-balls <laughs> <pro> <laughs>
0: And ogres. Stand by stand by just a second. I think at the DHL man is finally here to pick up the packages I scheduled this morning. Right, I'll be right yeah. back. Sure.
4: It's all good.
1: Please wait loading.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: yes. Take uh, some
1: time to process all those NPCs.
3: Yes, lots and lots and lots of NPCs. Um, so yeah, dozens of folk sitting around. It's fun times. Um,
2: always fun.
3: I don't know. There's, we should do a little dance while we're waiting. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Bob, Bob had to run. No, for
2: just, now that we're outside, I'm just going to look at Chris Mar and, and ask I, I have to ask, other than the wine you served during Mass, was there any other reason for you to become a priest? Because apparently you don't know much about it.
1: You uh, get free meals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So your, your holy calling can be summed up in free booze and free food?
1: Well, they also can't um, take you into the army either, since are <laughs> part of the priesthood.
4: So.
2: <laughs> I want to die now. So if you wanted to avoid the army, why the heck are we throwing ourselves into so many dangerous situations? I mean, seems to me that at this point we could use an army.
1: Well. We have, uh, we're going to look around at the cobalt. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a meager start.
2: I mean, we do have the, the flying birds. Yeah.
1: Like I feel, in the
2: flying castle. Uh, I, I think, didn't I you
1: mean, ask your uh, family's retainers to start Recruiting able-bodied people who wanted to take back their land or something.
2: I'm going to stare at him and almost begin to cry. Like, what exactly do you think I've been doing all my life? I've been spouting this shit for ages, but nobody listens to me. But, you know, now that I've healed them all, apparently they're, they're nicer to me. And that might happen in the next two centuries, so. I think we can get money out of them. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about
3: uh, Anu's family. Um, Ah.
0: So as you're having having this
3: conversation.
1: uh, Who who fabricated you?
0: I have no idea. Damn. (laughs)
3: Um, As you're having this conversation and the people are um, sort of all staring at you, you see a couple of uh, City Watch walking your direction from the north, and from the um, south, uh, the high priest and the two acolytes come walking out of the front of the church to start to approach your group out in the street.
2: Um, I think we better talk to them before this escalates.
1: Why? Is it? Is it illegal to be a kobold in charge?
2: No, Chris Amar, but probably they don't take too kindly to us just barging in their church and then r- making a run for it.
1: Hey, this is my shrine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: perhaps they find perhaps they find Scooter objectionable. The uh, Scooter sort of hangs his head and makes a <laughs> sort of noise. I was thinking you, of... Uh, you are um, a good boy, Scooter. You are a good boy.
3: Of trying to get the
1: silver flame to our side since... We are probably going to cause a lot of trouble
3: very soon.
2: Yeah, uh, okay, so then why as, did we run like idiots?
3: So as Cresmar uh, says, just... we're probably going to cause a lot of trouble very soon. The watch kind of steps into earshot. <laughs> 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 they, they we're say, forged,
0: you're unable to smirk.
3: Um, excuse <laughs> me, uh, excuse me. What's all this then? The high priest steps up and says, Cresmar?
0: We're with Hello, him. Hello
1: sir, uh, uh, that guy, I remember you. You got a new hat, it looks good on you.
3: Thanks, I've been promoted. Um, officers, I believe we've got this under control. Uh, go on about your business, uh, thank you very much. If we need you, we will certainly call. The watch sort of looks around at the army and, and are, you, are you sure? Sure. My
1: mission to convert the non-humans has been a success. <laughs> oh
3: my God. They, l- they look at each other and nod. I'm it. going
1: to elbow him
2: and say shut up for <laughs> a second.
1: No, they right? said it couldn't be
0: done.
2: <laughs> I'm going to grab him and pull him to me and say you, the kobolds worship you because you're a dragon, not because you're a priest. Shut
4: up.
3: Um, about that time the watch sort of wanders off and the high priest says let's move this back inside so that there's we're not drawing so much attention if you don't mind
2: I mean sure give Crestomar free food he'll come
3: excellent would you like uh, we just got done making some potatoes
2: oh my god
1: he's being serious what sort
3: of potatoes Uh, scalloped right this way um, Do you so. have
1: enough for my entire uh, uh,
3: mass en- entourage? Uh, entourage, crew. No, but Posse. you know it's been a little while, but I think I can manage to feed them all with what we have. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I have
0: <laughs> I have here two loaves and two fishes.
1: Don't want to give all of the disciples the wrong idea about <laughs> <laughs> this hospitality.
3: Uh oh they God. take you inside to the uh to the prayer hall and uh start working magic to turn the food into enough food and water for everyone. Um
0: It is a miracle. That, that's going
2: to be copy strike by Jesus Christ. <laughs> as
0: soon as it goes up on YouTube, the Roman I, Catholic Church will just will ding us for copyright, copyright violation. violation. I'll, uh, I'll I'll cite some Sumerian texts and point
3: out that it's you know public domain, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah so they're uh, they're sort of performing some miracles in remembrance and remembrance of me and uh, feeding <laughs> feeding everybody. Uh, the high priest says, "So what brings you and this small <laughs> uh, invasion force to Sharn, Grassmart?
4: Um,
1: we thought you
3: hadn't weren't planning on returning anytime soon."
1: Well, we have been on a long journey and we have finally come back. And uh, we've discovered some alarming uh, news. Hence, uh, our entire entourage. And what? It seems, it seems that uh, House Knef was uh, planning something quite dire for uh, the entirety of Eberron and uh, I intend to confront them about
3: it. You do
0: understand that is a very serious allegation you're making. Oh. I am not given to hyperbole. When I say their plans could shatter the multiverse, I do not exaggerate. I see. And
2: we've literally traveled through many, many planes to get here, so...
0: Some of us have died.
1: Yes, and uh, come back, uh, sort of. It was it was an attempt. So
3: <laughs> you get like a you did your best sticker.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway,
1: we we have proof for uh, all of this.
3: I see. Well, um, how do you wish to proceed? I mean, this sounds like something we should involve the nobility, and you don't expect to just go in there and uh, start throwing around accusations and and facing them head on, do you?
2: I'm I'm sorry. I'd like to point out that I am part of the nobility and I know very well how they think. I wouldn't involve them unless you want them to, you know, try the Kenneth plan themselves. It could be profitable in the end.
3: I don't see the profit in destroying the multiverse. Perhaps you can enlighten me.
2: Well, they don't think of it as destroying the multiverse, obviously. If they did, they wouldn't
1: try it.
0: I do not know. Has this world invented hedge funds?
1: (laughs) There is also the Lord of Days prepping his giant invasion.
2: Yeah, and he's looking for the same thing the Kenneths are. So, in short, we're all screwed.
3: Well, if you don't intend to involve the other noble houses, how do you intend to handle this? Are you just going to go in and pick a fight with House Kenneth? I don't think that the church would be able to support such a move.
2: I mean,
0: <laughs> provided. Provided you can bolt the pieces back together again once we're done.
1: Consider that or um, you won't be able to bolt down the pieces of the entirety of Eberron.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: There is not, there is an insufficient amount of time for politics to take its course. What are you suggesting
3: be done?
1: We talk to their head.
3: Okay. Do you think this is a house conspiracy?
2: Uh, to be honest, from what I've seen so far, I'm pretty sure there, there's quite a lot of infighting in that family.
1: It, it doesn't may matter be if a rogue
0: element within we need the to house talk
1: to whoever is calling the shots.
2: Yeah.
0: And if pretty it's wise. a rogue element, who has who has involved itself in these machinations. Perhaps the head of the household can bring his house in order.
3: Fair enough. Well, if you want to talk to the highest-ranking member of House Kenneth in the area...
0: Is there a phone book? We can look up Mr. Kenneth. (laughs) Sorry, Sending Stone Book.
3: There... Uh, well, I mean, I suppose you could go talk to House Orion about that, but no, I don't think there is a directory. Um, I think you'd want to speak to Baron Merrick's de Marex. Merrick's. Yes. Have we
0: ever heard anything
2: about this person before?
3: Um... Go ahead and make a history check, if you don't mind.
2: Okay. What's my history stuff? Oh. Oh. I got an
3: 18. Okay. Um, You're familiar that uh, Merrick's is the uh, grandson of the former patriarch of the... Canneth House. Uh, the Canneth House right now actually is fractured, and has basically three people that are trying to make a claim to the leadership of the house. Uh, of the three, he's the youngest, and basically in terms of like noble succession, has the weakest claim to leadership. Uh, but he's renowned, even outside of House Caneth, for his uh, skills as an artificer. And so the his ability to contest their sort of, uh, I guess, claims to the throne, for lack of a better term, stems largely from his capabilities and the support that that earns him throughout the rest of the house. Because he's basically considered far and away to be one of the best if not the best artificer alive today.
2: I mean if we get him to be on our side that might come in in handy I guess.
0: Our worst plans. I agree. I am also intrigued another (laughs) artificer and one of such power Perhaps I can learn from him.
3: He does know Uh, his way around. Can I
1: dig inside of Chris memories for uh, any info relating to who he worked with?
3: Uh, Sure. Um, Yeah, go ahead and make a, a history check. Could make the history check at disadvantage, though. Uh, 21. Okay, excellent. Um, you don't... So, the Caneth that you have experience with uh, would go back probably 10 generations. Um, you don't have any knowledge of this person's bloodline that far back. The name itself doesn't necessarily strike a, a familiar tone to you.
1: What about relating to the person who hired us initially?
2: Oh, yeah, because he didn't have his memories then. That would be useful.
3: Oh, um, yeah. Again, that doesn't, you, The only the, that they're probably descended from the Caneth that you worked with way back in the day. Um, beyond that, there's no, there, it's just the, the gap is too long.
1: Any. Recollection of where the, the lab was, where the facilities are.
3: Uh you recall the lab being very active down in the ruins of the undercity where you went and plucked out the first component of the calculator.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, let's go see this uh Pretender. All right.
3: Uh, he has a residence in Upper Central Sharn. Um, you'll have, I think you'll have difficulty getting in up there with your entourage. You may want to leave them here at the church. Besides, they're gonna have some dishes to do, and you look around, and the cobalds are like wearing bowls on their heads and like smacking shit, and like throwing food at one another, and they're just having a fucking blast in this in this place. You know, like I throw this food, and more just shows up. It's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ow! That potato's hot. You hit me in the eye, jerk.
0: Well, we- cease this discord behave at once
3: we are behaving this is how we behave
0: one of the ogres is like drinking like
3: meat out of like a keg with the top ripped off it and they're like show some decorum oh my God.
2: we certainly have the most fun army
3: <laughs> the priest says yeah i would recommend leaving them here if you're going up to central district
2: yeah, I, I I wager we might have a better time of it if we do.
0: Do you think Scooter will be too conspicuous? Scooter, that that thing. Yes, he is very uh, friendly. Say hello, Scooter. Scooter starts barking at the um, at the priest. Priest sort of backs <laughs> up. You see, he is very friendly.
3: The guard might get twitchy about that too, but you know, do what you will.
0: Good boy, Scooter. Good boy. (laughs) He starts panting.
2: We're like like totally in stay with our menagerie, and ah, Jesus!
0: (laughs) Can't believe you gave me a gray render. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You earned it. You earned it. Oh, and he's and uh, yeah, I mean it, it. I'm taking lessons from data and his cat. <laughs>
3: I love it. Um, so, yeah, are you, the the head priest says, I can call you a, a sky coach, I suppose. Um, and obviously you can take whoever you want with you. I'm just recommending that maybe you leave uh, all non-essential personnel here if you're going to have a conversation with someone. Yeah. Wait, at,
4: take
3: this one point,
2: at this point, do we still have Miley with us? Cause I remember she was coming, right?
3: Yeah, Miley's with you. She's just so sitting there with her feet up and like her pirate hat over her face. Um, okay,
2: so in terms of humanoids, uh, so not kobolds and ogres, we have Miley and we have ourselves. And did anyone else from the crew that's not the Cobalt come? No,
3: because no, right? uh, Kamala got killed, and yeah, uh. Woody is the rebuild of one of the Warforged.
2: Right. The okay, other no, Warforged
3: just... is back at, at the place, so yeah, that's it for humanoids that are not... There was okay. also a mule gladiator lady. Oh, yes. yeah, there's the mule, um, but she's probably not with you.
0: No, we left her behind, I think. Did we? I think we she's... Didn't we, were... we didn't say we were bringing her.
3: And I would assume, based on what she's been doing so far, that she is... Still overseeing the uh, rebuild that's happening at the tower.
0: I think that's oh. a great place for her to be.
2: Yeah. Okay. So we're definitely, definitely taking our 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 huge dog. Let's call him a huge dog. Everybody. Let's take anyone. a cobalt too. Why?
3: We can teach him diplomacy. Oh,
2: First can I learn diplomacy?
3: The one runs up with like a. Uh, bowl upside down on his head and a pair of spoons that he's banging. I want to learn diplomacy.
0: You are off to a bad start.
3: <laughs> oh, why?
0: Remove the bowl.
3: Why I like this bowl.
0: It is not a fashionable helmet.
3: I, are you sure about this? I disagree. You see the way she's looking at me. Points over at one of the other oh. kobolds. You see a kobold with like cartoonishly long eyelashes and lipstick on, just sort of blinking at him. And blow a kiss in his direction.
1: <laughs> oh, in case something happens to him or the nearest, let them run away. <laughs> All right,
0: so. I don't um, know, man.
2: If you want a kobold, take a kobold.
0: Why not dress it up as a small child? Perhaps that will fool passers-by. One of the kobolds him,
1: We should dress him up in regal attire and pretend he's the kobold queen, king.
0: I think this may require greater efforts of acting than I am prepared to engage in. Miley kicks her hat up and says, you know, that's worked
3: before. Um, hey, uh... <laughs> Jonesy, get over here. And one of the cobalt sorta of runs over. Um, yeah, boss. Um, we're gonna do the the King of the Kobolds um, bit again, if you if you don't mind. Oh that's great, I still got my clothes. And he reaches into a pack and pulls out like fine clothing in cobalt size. Oh
2: great.
3: Excellent. Fascinating.
2: Thanks, Miley. You're
3: a lifesaver. Yeah, I'm here to help. I was being sarcastic. I (laughs) think she was too. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the four of you and the Grey Render and the kobold who is now dressed in just super fancy, like imagine like a Victorian era sort of, uh, like if you're going to go to a a masquerade ball, like that level of opulence. There's a big floofy thing here on his uh, shirt that I'm sure has some sort of name for it that I don't know what it is. Uh, he's got like the puffy poet sleeves, um, but a very, very tight
0: vest. And uh... it's like a, a, a tiny reptilian Oscar Wilde. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. And a monocle. <laughs> I have an idea which may lend dignity to our procession.
3: <laughs> Miley says, we can use all the dignity we can get. What do you got?
0: Scooter. Scooter. He walks over. Lie down. He does so. Lie down. Ooh, permit permit the king of the kobolds to ride upon you.
4: Oh, my
1: God. Scooter yeah, I mean, looks at
0: you for a second. The
1: small throne on it. On the
3: <laughs> Scooter looks at you for a second and, like, shakes
0: his head and then, like, leans forward so that... Uh, so the kobold can hop on. Um, Climb it, aboard, young kobold. What is your name, Joe? Jonesy. Jonesy. King Jonesy First.
2: <laughs> I like the sound
3: of that. Um, you want to try to make a throne, Kressimer?
1: Uh Sure, if I can.
0: <laughs> Create minor objects. How,
3: how would you like to try to make a throne, Cressmore?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Crafts? I think you could ask the artificer. Yes. You could ask the artificer.
2: Let the artificer do
0: it. Yeah.
1: Can yeah. Go? He would. If I think he would be even more regal if if he had like a small throne.
0: I think perhaps I can do that. Stand aside, human-shaped creatures. And Miley backs like way up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'll reach into my many-handed pouch excellent pull out
2: he does that i'm going to have a chat with miley about maybe not entertaining every time i do i've heard
0: (laughs) worse plans Uh (laughs) (laughs) nice right uh you want me to make some kind of check (laughs) um yeah what are you pulling out of your many-handed pouch sorry just the the bits and bits and bobs, the pieces of wood, you know, paint, rope, that oh, sort of sure. thing. My um, my tinker's tools, that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, why don't you make an intelligence tinker tools check for me if you don't mind? That um, I can
0: do. And what were you saying, Alina?
2: Would, Sorry. I was. I said I'll also take Josie to the side and instruct him to never ever mention anything about a dragon to anyone.
3: He says, I will take it under advisement, my esteemed royal advisor.
0: How's a 23 I will grab you? you
2: out, and you'll be, like, dead asleep during this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're completing this beautifully well-constructed throne, you look over and you see, like, Anu, like, ball up his fist, and Miley, like, <laughs> just take his hand and be like, it'll be okay.
2: <laughs> no!
1: Threaten. That was just a threat. If the of if the annoy me, I will turn into a dragon and bite their heads.
3: So.
2: fine. The problem is that that's our secret. It's an ace we have and we keep it in our sleeve, Cressamar. That's the whole point.
3: Jonesy you says,
2: a Dragon
3: Overlord. Jonesy says, Thank you for my opulent throne. And Hobson says, Dragon Wizard Advisor, please listen to the other advisor. I believe he is right in this instance.
0: I think he might be a bit too big for his rather ornate britches.
1: Oh, I don't have any britches on. Hold on.
3: He reaches into his bag. Let's go. He reaches into his bag and pulls on a pair of, like, super poofy pants. So, like, at the thighs, they're like... MC Hammer pants, trousers. but then they just, like, tighten up at the at the calves. Like, you could probably fit a kobold in each of his pockets. And he if sits down... If
2: he kills us, I probably will.
3: And he throws on, like... <laughs> he throws on a beret that looks like it's about five sizes too large for him. Like, it might have been sized for one of the ogres. <laughs> but he just ties a knot in it to, like, tighten it to his head. So there's just this huge, gigantic, like, poof of hat and a feather sticking
0: out of it. Anu, you are royalty. Is this sufficiently opulent?
2: For a circus, sure.
0: That does not fill me with confidence. Miley says, oh we'll be fine. We've done more with less. He has uh
3: step That's out on- good to me. <laughs> he has step out of the street and uh hail a sky coach. Um Skycoach pull, pulls up. There's uh, a halfling driving. Ah, uh, our Uber is and here. Pulling on yeah. levers and shit and pedaling. Um, and uh, you take off in the Skycoach and start making your way up to uh, Upper Central District. So, <phone rings> Upper Central District is like. He's is never going to get the smell out of that cab. <laughs> <laughs> uh this is the richest of the rich areas of sharn um the city let council is here burn it the um grand temple of kol Karan is here the financial district so oh, effectively sorry like...
2: sorry just an interruption it started raining if it gets
3: let us know if you so, um, if you start to flood I'm...
2: Yeah, I will let you
3: know.
0: I'm sorry. No, you are good. Um, For so- the benefit of our listeners and viewers, uh, the Alina's apartment tends to flood when it rains. Yeah, well, but- it didn't used to.
2: It's just a recent development. <laughs>
0: but- <laughs> well,
3: it's all right. Just let us know if you if you need to if we need to wrap things up, we'll do so. Yeah. You will notice the water level start to ascend from. The- right once, once Selena can't talk because it's just. <laughs> then we'll wrap up. Um...
2: I will murder you in real life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get here Forget first. Get the game. Yeah.
2: Forget <laughs> the game.
3: There's a whole there's a whole ocean between us. If you can't handle a little water in your apartment, I'm I'm feeling fairly safe. Um, so...
2: <laughs> pew
3: pew
0: pew shots by Red. So, are you
2: are you trying to say that we don't have planes in Romania because that's that's
3: racist? Do you have pla- that's not racist? <laughs>
0: No, vampires can't cross open water. Uh, yeah. Well known
3: yeah. fact. It's not racist. That's just honest. Um, all right. So, anyways. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I just killed Mike with racism. Um, no, I guess. It was raining into my house. Oh, <laughs> you're now yours as well. Great. Great, right, great. It's,
2: it's okay I think,
3: now. I closed the window.
2: I think you forgot the window. Yeah, that's. <laughs>
3: That's better, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, is there is there like a problem with Romanian roof construction? Is that like a? <laughs> well, <laughs> they built hey, the houses on the on these like...
0: these peaks and then they've got all these, like a maniac listen. with a fret saw goes around it's the edges of it.
2: But it's not the roof. It's here like under the edge of the windows. It's brilliant. You've never seen anything like that. And they got like
0: little streams. I have a... If we That's had good one... roofs, where would the bad side? Yeah, yeah. exactly. See? Gotcha. I've, I've seen Van Helsing. I know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. I just watched Castlevania on Netflix,
3: so I think I have a basic idea. Oh, yeah. About oh, yeah.
2: Did you see all those Catholic priests and cathedrals that never existed in Romania?
3: <laughs> well, in their defense, Castlevania is set in Wallachia, which I don't even know if that actually exists. Um,
2: That's Wallachia, actually. That's Wallachia. Wallachia. Thank you. I'm oh. I'm in Wallachia right now. Well, excuse uh,
1: a- me. <laughs> there were Catholic uh, churches in Transylvania, but not
2: exactly Catholic. Catholic. They had to make a sort of a blend of Catholicism and Orthodoxy.
3: They were technically Catholic. Greek Orthodox or something? I'm
2: sorry. They were
3: technically Catholic. Greek Orthodox. A little bit, a little bit Greek Orthodox, right?
2: We are Greek Orthodox. The most of the Catholics in Romania were actually called Greek Catholic,
3: right on for reasons Um, that's a very (laughs) interesting sidebar. Let's get back to the world of fantasy. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so you get this. I mean,
2: isn't that what religion is? I'm sorry. Uh, Well, okay,
3: fair, it's positively (laughs) Byzantine. All right, so anyway, um, (laughs) you, uh, yeah, the Central District, I was explaining what's up there. Uh, You got basically Wall Street for Sharn is up there, including the uh, Kandaric vaults, if you're looking to try to pull off a heist today, Um, and then the mansions and estates of powerful nobles. Now, so when you get up there, the Sky Coach will basically land you at the gate to upper central and they explained to you that they can't actually taxi in there. If you want a Skycoach taxi while you're within, you're going to have to get one that's approved to operate in there. They're super strict about security. Um, be careful and somebody might be a little bit, uh, you you, you might draw some attention with that gray
0: render just to let you know. It's not a gray render. It is a dog. It is a Royal Mount. Okay. Good luck. That'll be uh, that'll be five gold, please. Ching ching ching. Here you are. Yeah.
2: So nice of you to pay.
0: Rides off. Uh, I have a coin dispenser. I have a I have a coin dispenser in my groinal attachment. <laughs> oh
3: my god. Oh my so, uh, as they drop you off at the at the city gate, there's <clears throat> a large, um adamantine gate that blocks off this section there are two city watch standing in front of it the adamantine gate is closed and uh they sort of look at you and
0: say uh what's your business the king of the kobolds has business with house Kenneth.
3: yes i uh, have this writ that allows me access to speak with the Kenneth. um it's about a matter of great importance for my tribe.
0: Yes, what he said.
3: The guards <laughs> look the writ over and say, and like the one guard shows it to the other guard and they say, everything looks to be in order. And they uh, step it's aside. The an
0: code, but it checks out.
3: <laughs> they step aside, open the doors, and let you through. And as they pass the writ back to the kobold and he starts rolling it up, you can all very clearly see that it's a blank piece of paper.
2: Okay.
3: How no high of... is his persuasion bonus? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: Miley says it's good to have a cobalt around that knows a little bit of illusion magic. Oh. Hot
2: damn, Miley.
1: I
0: was just about to use binary illusion as well.
1: But...
0: <laughs> Hot damn. I got um, to get out. I got to get out of Gurious mode where he just talks his way through shit. Because <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking at Woody's character sheet, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just do a perform. No, I will not do either performance or persuasion. Those bonuses no longer exist. Yes, they've gone the other direction. Yes. They are
3: upside down.
1: Yeah, we we have no more persuasion people in our party. So the kobold. Actually,
2: actually, I would like to say that other than my athletics that's plus nine. My only other skill that's plus nine is persuasion.
0: (laughs) We still have a face. Excellent. (laughs) This is awesome. That will come in handy. Um, The tank is also the face. That's great. So yeah, you're uh, you know
3: roughly where you're going. You know where the the mansion is. Um, So as you're making your way there, um, you are catching a few looks from people on the street, but it's nothing, um, n- no alarms are going off or anything like that. It's more um, that you you cut a fairly exotic frame in a city that's full of exotic sights. You are one of the stranger sites that, that one might see, um, this little group you have together. Um, but you're able to make your way there with relatively little uh, difficulty. When you arrive at the Decaneth residential, like, uh, familial uh, palace, I should say, Um, there are, at the gates there as well, a series of guards. There are four guards at this particular gate. Uh, The gate itself appears to be constructed out of Mm Eberron dragon shards, that have been formed into some sort of a gate, uh, so you're assuming there's some sort of magical property with it, and the guards are, um, again, just kind of. No, 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 no,
4: sorry.
3: Oh, are you good?
2: Yeah, I was just, I was trying to get to this huge camera for some reason,
3: and you know, uh, of stumbled over. Sorry. Nice. No, no worries. I understand pet ownership. Um, so yeah, the guards basically. Uh, give you the same routine. What are you doing here? what what brings you to the to the palace? Um, the cobalt says, I have a meeting with the head of the household hands in the piece of paper. Uh, let's see if the guard can make his save against I
1: can also use a uh, minor illusion to boost his
3: effect. Uh, if you want to. That's fine. Do you have uh, what's your spell save DC? Uh, Sixteen.
1: Okay, just
3: a second. Wow, that
0: was loud. Yep. Whoa. Atmospheric, though, for, you know, vampire land. It's cats and dogs, here. Yeah? Oh,
2: God, yeah. But you, I'm okay. not flooding, so yay?
0: Oh, well, that's good. Um, I think the best part about that is the prevailing weather patterns means it's not going to come to me.
3: <laughs> On that note, uh, that. so yeah, as they look, uh, they seem to not be able to recognize that it's an illusion. You see very well. We'll uh, inform him that we that uh, guests are arriving. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead and step inside and head to the foyer. Um, this guard here will uh, escort you. Gates swing open. One of the guards steps forward and begins guiding you up to the main property. As you're walking up to the main property, you can see that there are uh, dozens of constructs working the grounds uh, handling like the lawn care and uh, landscaping you see a couple of constructs flying around not sure what they're doing it might just be surveillance drones uh, hard to say but this place is basically automated uh, everything except for the ground you're walking on uh, seems to be automated and as you approach the front doors, the doors just kind of open automatically. And you're taken inside to a sitting room. Uh, the sitting room itself has furniture that looks like it's probably ancient, probably pre-war. Um, seems to be extremely well-preserved. Uh, anu, go ahead and give me a history check if you don't mind. Just one
2: second. Where's his turn? Oh, there he is. 21.
3: Excellent. You recognize some of the art objects in this room. There's various things on display on pedestals. And you recognize that some of these art objects hail from uh, Sair, from prior to the war. Hmm. Things that would have been found in noble homes, things like that. Are there portraits? Uh, there are tapestries on the walls, and the tapestries actually depict the creation of the warforged. You see, like the the giant forge working, and kind of armies of warforged standing out, out there. Anyone I recognize in there? Not like a specific person that hops out to you. Uh, you certainly recognize what the forges look like. There, these are accurate representations on the tapestries.
2: Yeah, I'm going
3: to lean in and tell President Mark, "Look, your handy work." The uh, after a few moments, uh, Merrick's comes walking out. Uh, he's human. Appears to be maybe in his thirties. He seems to be. He kind of has the build of one who. Leads a relatively uh, stuck in the lab kind of lifestyle. Um, <laughs> he's a little on the scrawny side. Looks a little pale. Says, a little mad
2: scientist
3: there. Uh, he do- does not he doesn't look like disheveled by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. Um, his long black hair is pulled back in a ponytail. Um, he does. You you all notice that. He can, I, a, can I please sure.
2: have an important question answered absolutely it's like he cute
3: <laughs> well I mean but I su-
2: important to know for anu, like.
3: I suppose that depends on if you're into like the sort of uh, a, a skinny side of the aristocrat sort of um, kind of like if you imagine almost like a Disney prince. Uh, but like one of, the, one of the bad guy Disney princes, black yeah, no, hair, thanks. kind of that's, a beard, a little bit.
2: That's fine. That that answered my question. So the answer is no.
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he says, um, and you notice he's like blinking as he's walking in, like almost as if his eyes are adjusting to the, to the ambient light in the room that's coming in from the windows. He says, uh, I was told I had a meeting scheduled with uh, some Cobalt nobility. Oh, I assume that's you. He
0: points to the kobold. Yes! Let the king down, Scooter. Let the king down.
3: Yes, as a matter of fact.
0: And Scooter drops out and he hops out.
3: I would like you to discuss very important matters with my royal assistants. And he gets behind Crossamark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Mr. Gainep, we have brought you the pieces of the calculator.
3: Um, what, are you delivery people? Did I order something? Do you have the tea I was supposed to get? I was expecting some tea. Okay, so every
1: one of us is probably going to try to tell if he's lying or not. Yeah, I mean, you're all welcome to make
3: your insight checks. Yep. Tea. Inside. inside, where's the
0: inside? Oh, there. Oh, Twenty-one. Great.
3: I got the twenty-two. Name. You got an eight? You don't yeah, you don't trust this guy. Something's off about him, on it. Uh, Yeah,
4: obviously. it's very
3: clear to uh, to Woody and Cressmar that this dude has no fucking idea what you're talking about when you bring up a calculator. Okay, we well, we
1: got that out of the way.
3: This is uh yeah, I don't I didn't order a calculator. Like, a, Interesting. like an automated abacus? I have
1: uh, like 20 th- of them. Well, I, is- I made a very fancy one at some point. But first, uh, I would like to know your relation to Lady of uh, what's her oh, name <laughs> yeah,
4: I
3: got That's,
1: it that originally
3: hired us.
0: Make a history check.
3: There's been a lot has gone on since then.
0: I have it in my notes, but not yeah, in you know- this character sheet. I think I have no weight. Seventeen.
2: I can make a history check too, cause I have cute.
3: I got twenty. Yeah, you both remember the name, uh, Eladrin Devon. She's actually uh, a cousin of the blood, but not an a heir. So you ask him what his relation is to Eladrin Devon mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good question. I think we're like... ninth cousins or something like that. Why?
1: What does that have to do with... So you don't know what she's been up to lately?
3: Who are you?
0: This woman, I'm given to understand, was acting in your name. Specifically in my name. Or at least in the name of your house.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: I am a former uh, associate of your family. And uh, together with your folks, we have uh, assembled a certain device that has Which can shatter the multiverse.
2: Oh, God, Woody. Chill. That,
1: that, that's the short of it. Yes, it is an existential threat to every single being on Eberron. And uh, your. Ninth cousin, whatever she is
3: to you, wants to assemble reassemble it. Did Maris put you up to this? Does your Warforged have a recording device? Am I being punked? He starts like looking around, Woody.
2: <laughs> okay, I, it's time to get here.
1: <laughs> I start explaining to him how the work the only extraneous course,
0: uh, device uh, that is bolted and on and to me. No is one, the one coin else should on know that. He looks at your groin very, very intently um i'm sorry i talked over i talked over mike
3: i heard mike too mike start uh so carismar is starting to explain how the device functions is that correct no the the forges for the warforges okay i
1: start saying details about their functionality that pretty much no one else should
3: know um he's seems to be relatively intently checking out what he's at the moment um and what were you saying on him?
2: I said that I'm going to get serious and actually act like a nobleman. Okay. And talk as one and say, look, I'm I'm a Syrian prince. I'm not trying to punk anyone here. This is important. So if you could take it like seriously for a second, we'd all be very happy.
0: This is an amazing crotch piece you have. Thank you. I designed it myself.
3: He looks over at cressmar and says, so you know how forges work? That's awesome. Um, oh,
2: no, he doesn't know how forges work. It's way more into it than that. And I look at Krasimar and try to ask if it's OK to say he's responsible for the warforged.
1: Yeah, at least mean, I know how they work, because I built them.
2: OK,
3: good. He says, nobody builds warforged anymore. It's illegal. It is nowadays. Now. <laughs> but back then it wasn't because there weren't any War Force. Oh, so you're a, a veteran. You look pretty young for being that old. Um, he is older
0: than you might think. My
3: granddad actually worked on... I, the, I was a baby when the War Force were, were built, so I mean, like, right on. But... Uh, and even before that, we were working
1: on a certain component that um, would shatter
0: the multiverse.
1: I keep hearing yes, that. Yes, but we also use the knowledge of this component to build the war, the forges themselves. It is a
3: part of their construction. I mean, neat. So what, how does this tie into me? I guess is what I'm concerned about here.
0: There well, is a faction in your family who is trying to rebuild restart the production of Warforged. Warbar in that
1: annihilate pretty much the entire universe.
0: That is the key. The incompetence. If they screw it up, they will blow everything to smithereens. I do not wish to be blown to smithereens. It has happened before and I it found it. Also it
1: would also be very embarrassing if the authorities knew this. So we'd rather talk to someone who is so the scion of the household instead of going directly to
0: other people. Are you threatening so that we... me? No, we are warning you.
1: Oh, okay. Well, listen. This, this problem needs to be solved. So either we do it with you or with yeah, someone it, else.
2: One second. I need like uh, five minutes off camera to plug in some, uh, what do you
0: call oh. them? Drainage waterfalls. pumps.
2: Just some waterfalls. Oh, I'll be
4: right
3: back. You're going sure. to get the, the bucket. Um. So whilst, uh, whilst you're continuing the your conversation, uh, Anu is there, but Anu is you know not there. Um. So what he says is basically he says, "Look, I'm going to need. This is a confusing uh, bit of of information you're dumping in my lap here." Do you have any proof? <laughs>
1: I'll just chuck part of the burnt-out calculator at him. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: He picks that up.
1: Well, I have more proof than that. But
3: this is fast- You
1: probably don't want to see it. Okay.
3: How did you come upon this piece?
1: Well, I built it at some point and then other stuff happened and then I lost it and then I got it back and then Well, it's convoluted, but that's the short of it.
3: Okay. And I mean this is a you this is a ruin a relic of a very, very, very impressive schema, no doubt. Um that's not enough for me to start lobbing accusations at fellow family members, even ones who aren't actually heirs. Like I'm going to need some solid proof that she's done any sort of wrongdoing before I try to handle the matter internally. I'm particularly, I'm in a precarious position. If she has done something wrong, I am absolutely in a position where I can address her wrongdoings. But if I make an accusation that's not rock solid against another member of the family, I could lose a considerable amount of face and that would make my life difficult well your cousin has
1: another piece of the device of the one you're currently holding
3: and it will be clear that they are connected it will be clear that these are uh that these work in sync
1: if you are as skilled as they say you are it will be obvious
3: okay. ooh shady That's fair.
0: All right. I feel like I should be sitting underneath that shade with a cool drink. (laughs) (laughs) He he nods.
3: So what part do you play in all this? You're the person who created these. You're not Kenneth, though. No, I used
1: to work with them. I'm not from this continent. I came here in exile from... uh, I forget what the
0: Someplace dragon. far away. Are, gonna, are you gonna tell him Argonessen?
3: Yes.
4: Sir.
3: Okay. Oh, so you've got dragon blood. In a manner
0: yes. of speaking.
2: By like that, I mean I'm well, not going to say anything. I'm going to let Cresswell reveal as much as he wants.
0: Well, how about how about
3: this? Where are you staying right now? And as he asks you that question, uh, a Warforged servant comes in um, and just starts. Uh, We're pretty said,
1: much hobos. We, we sleep on the streets. It's, says, it's humiliating.
3: Uh, Sir, excuse me for interrupting, but your experiment is completed. And the Warforged just kind of scans the room and takes a look. Let um, me just check something out, right?
0: Long lost cousin.
3: <laughs> uh, he doesn't look familiar to you.
0: Hmm. Oh, we we just arrived in the city. We have no lodging at present.
2: But we will find some if need be. We're not hobos, Kresimir.
1: Yes, I I was being flippant. We we are being hosted by the High Priest of the Silver Flame.
3: Um, The Warforged looks at uh, his boss and and gives the ever so slightest of nods. Um, And Mannix says, okay, here's what I'll do. I will uh, refer this matter to my internal investigators. Uh, We will Conduct a raid on uh, Eladrin's home. If she has this component that you're speaking of, we'll, we'll bring all the schemas. Um, she may not be dumb enough to keep in it our home, though. Well, you better hope she is. Uh, we'll bring the matter to one of our clandestine laboratories. Uh, in the Undercity, I would like to grant her the right to face her accusers. Would you be willing to uh, travel with us?
2: I mean, sure.
1: No problem.
3: Excellent. He turns over and he says uh, Colson could you please
0: prepare my elevator? The Warforce nods. Walks Saw what out. you did there. Saw it. Um,
3: well the played. Warfor- thank you. Warforce walks out. Um, <laughs> Manic says, so do you need anything before we leave? Uh, it's going to be a long ish journey. Food, I'm drink? fine. Next where time. are we going? Uh, we're going to go to the laboratory where uh, we'll bring a in for her interrogation. Where is it? In the Undercid. Oh, great. Does that trigger any memories? Um,
2: other
3: than... Other than the fact other that... Than you know, earlier that,
2: in the game,
3: yeah. I mean, the Caneth have... The Undercity is riddled with areas that were, in the before time, um, used as Caneth Labs. So, it doesn't bring forth anything specific yet. It may when you get to it.
0: Okay. That's fascinating. Um, so... Yeah.
2: Widdy does not remember any of our misadventures of earlier in the game. The specific details that? of them, no. Oh, great. Um. Widdy, you're going to love it. It's fantastic.
0: Excellent. I am always keen to have new experiences.
3: A few minutes later, Colson comes in. It's, awesome. it's fortunate you can't smell.
2: Can one of that experiences be learning sarcasm?
0: I am trying to learn sarcasm. When I master it, I'm sure you can.
4: (laughs) I can hold up
2: a sarcasm sign, also well played. I like that.
0: Yes, uh, perhaps if you could indicate when sarcasm is being expended, I will recognize it. Miley says, You'll know his lips will be moving. (laughs) I I thought that was just talking. <laughs> for most people, Aww.
2: Miley's just crying for attention. It's fine. Let's go.
0: She smirks.
3: Um, as uh, Manis or uh, Manix says, I have a couple of preparations to make myself. I'll be back in like five minutes. Um, make yourselves at home. You sure you don't need anything to drink or eat?
0: I do not. Right, Scooter, excellent. are you thirsty? <laughs> Scooter. <laughs> <coughs> Could my dog please have some water?
3: Coulson, bring the, the Grey Render a bowl, would you? Um, he walks out of the room. Uh, I've Coulson, had enough potatoes for today. Coulson also steps out of the room, giving you guys about five minutes to uh, pop, to you know, talk and, and, and figure out your plan before you leave. Uh, we have my, a plan.
2: Yeah, no, I'm going to say, now you guys do realize she's not going to admit to hiring us, right? I...
0: Why would she?
2: Exactly. It would be in her
0: best interest to deny it. Exactly. <sighs> Anyone Anyone
3: I'm, has? I'm not familiar with like how their internal systems of justice work, but you know, we may be
0: able to compel her to tell the truth. I do not have zone of truth memor prepared. And this will not count as a long rest. <laughs> is it <the> ritual? No. <laughs> it is not. I well, thank
1: I mean, do we still have uh, anything from our past adventures in Shar?
3: In terms of what?
4: Maybe I don't know. All
1: they paid us maybe yeah. um, notes from them, like that note that was uh, detailing the location of the lab.
2: Oh, yeah, because they, they gave us a map. And we never threw that away. We should have it with
3: us. I would imagine it would be in uh, one of the bags of holding, but those yep. have been dumped out and refilled with shit so many times. Yeah, um, but
2: we never, never, we never threw up anything. Uh, I don't think you threw idea. anything
3: out, but you might never have never discarded evidence. You might very well have abandoned it at the tower, though. Uh, the other thing that you do have, wow. though, is um, because you've you've emptied the bags of holding at the tower to put gold in. Them. Um, Yeah, we did. But the one thing that you would have that would corroborate your story is Tooks. Really?
2: Okay. But do we still remember where to find Tooks? I mean,
3: you could reach to your family contacts to find Tooks. Tooks is ultimately uh, an employee of your family.
2: Well, yeah, but... I you also we also do managed. have
3: the Warford Sergeant. It's true. True. What the hell is yeah, well,
1: his name? We hmm. can also try to persuade and intimidate our way into making her confess.
2: Yeah, but I think just, I mean, is there a way that I can send out some messages? To my family and reach out. To I them. can
1: also use illusion magic to pretend I have all of the pieces of the calculator, just to see her reaction to them. I mean,
3: that's also
0: possible. Yes. Wouldn't surprise you, madam, to know we have the rest of the pieces. Uh, his name this was just building into a courtroom drama. His
3: name was Constable Grimjaw. That's oh yeah, right.
2: Grimjaw. I remember that.
3: I have
0: sending stones.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm going it'll to help. Use
3: those. Yeah. Yeah, you can call. Um, you should be able to call Tux. To-
2: yep. I'm going to do that.
3: All right. You uh, grab the sending stone and call uh, Tux. Tooks
0: says greetings. New phone. Who does?
2: <laughs> hey, Tux. Remember me?
3: Anu. Are you well? Yes. Yeah,
2: Exactly. I'm. I'm well. Remember, I cured that disease that plagued my family. Anyway, um, where are you currently?
3: Um, currently, I am in a bar.
2: Yes. Where? Location? City? As you travel around.
3: Uh. Hold on.
0: Where are we? Oh my God. Is he affected by some sort of magic spell or disease?
2: Yeah, it's called alcohol.
0: You just right. tell him to get over here.
2: Yeah, if he's if he's in a different city, it won't happen very fast. So I'm trying to figure out where the heck he is.
0: Let I him mean, figure it out.
2: Technically, he was in Sharn when we departed, but
3: um we are actually uh, just outside a regal port in a small fishing village
2: where the hell is that i don't know
0: that's in the lazar principalities that is a goodly distance away tell him to you,
2: catch
1: the nearest teleportation circle
2: yeah find the teleportation circle and get to sharn like yesterday
0: Um, uh, Technically, that is time travel. Okay.
3: It's going to take me a little bit. Is everything all right?
2: Yeah, well, we're maybe going to confront one of the keynotes. Remember when we were hired to find a piece? Yes. Yeah, well, we might need backup for that story.
3: Do you want me to reach out to... I can reach out
0: to a cousin and have them appear in my stead. I think having the witness in person will be the only thing that will convince an impartial court.
3: Uh, In a sense, you'll be able
0: to. Very well.
2: Okay then.
0: Um, May I suggest this cousin also avail him or herself of armed protection? Certainly. Where should I have them meet you?
2: Kenneth residence, like the big dude's house. also you should really try to get back to Sharon. we might need
3: assistance
2: soon. i will
3: but i can't just like go hop a teleportation circle I, that's i don't have that kind of cash on me
2: get it from my freaking family
3: i'm probably four days travel from the nearest place i could have a wired to oh
2: jesus freaking christ but Since I was about, my family name doesn't work as enough. Credit. You can
3: just talk through the phone. It's okay. I'll be No, it's fine. I'll send my cousin. Um we assume certain persona when we are working for your family which allows us to share information with one another.
2: Okay, it great. Will be send as him if
3: over. they were there.
2: Send him over. I also need you to be as soon as you can in a location where you have reached to quick reach to my family and their resources and everything.
3: That's fine. I'm on a job at the moment. At the best. Is it
2: more important than the fate of the entire universe?
3: Well, no, but I mean, it's important.
2: Then I don't care. Okay. If anyone in my family gives you shit, tell them to call me. As you wish. Thank you.
3: You're the greatest. I know uh hangs up
2: i'm gonna hang up and turn to turn to what you say that that last bit you're the greatest that was sarcasm
0: i see i will endeavor to remember that symptom um manix hey. comes,
3: comes back in and says all right anything else before we head out
2: no we're good also um if you need another witness for what happened with your uh, ninth cousin, whatever, I have them.
3: Excellent. Uh, how, how might we reach them? They will arrive here. Yeah,
2: they'll arrive here, actually. I've already called them in.
3: Colson, make sure they get sent down. The war Force nods. Uh, you walk through the house. As, you, as he takes you through the doors that he has entered into this room repeatedly through, uh, you immediately are in an area that's devoid of windows. All the light in here is from continual flame lanterns and they're set to their dimmest setting. And uh, he sort of leads you through a series of hallways back to what appears to be like a lift door. Like it's got like the old school, like pull the gate across kind of lift door. Um, And he opens the the gate and he says, and after you, once you all get in the elevator he gets in, pulls the gate shut and uh, flips a switch as he flips the switch, a couple sparks shoot out uh, a light lights up in the top of the lift that creates dim lighting in the area and you begin your downward descent and it is a long trip after about a minute would anyone like to play cards? <laughs> Miley pulls out a deck I and mean, we could. It's
2: sure, why not?
3: You Start uh, playing cards on
0: your way down. Um, I have no sleeves, but I'll try to stuff a card up my sleeve anyway.
3: <laughs> Just you don't have stick a card to your forearm. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, you uh, as, you're, as you're down after about a minute or two of the trip down, Manic um, says, Where did you acquire that docent?
0: That is a very good question. Perhaps my friends would be better prepared to answer it.
2: Well, we somehow ended up in a different plane of existence where um, we turned into dogs and cats that looked like humans well we were dogs but there were cats too and um we got into a bit of a scuffle our friend died we tried to resurrect him and the fucker didn't want to be resurrected so that that piece you see there is the last piece we have of our friend
1: they beamed it down from elf heaven
0: <laughs> <coughs> you know gotta tell you i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> that 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 is uh, the storytelling is, yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. I mean, it took longer to get through. But. He says, you know,
3: that sounds really crazy, and I, I would be very disinclined to believe you. However, I've never seen construction like that. It's it's really amazing. Do you mind if I just, like, look at your docent? Just don't ruin it. It's all we've got to our Left of our friend. No, oh, no, I just wanted to inspect it. Yes. You pop it off and hand it to him.
0: I don't know about all that. Oh, yes. <laughs> walk, walk over to him? <laughs> like, I mean, present? It's, it's kind of, you know, attached and stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Are you, you going to get... He's holding the...
3: Uh, like, he has to hold this switch to keep the uh, lift going down. So yeah, uh, all right. I'll just I'll, uh, walk I'll over to Walk over there. Yeah, he's looking it over and, and um, taking note of it. He says, "So you said you traveled in interdimensionally, right?"
2: Yep, a few times.
3: We were trying
2: to get back here to you know stop the universe from exploding and stuff.
0: If Although you want higher has- resolution, try this. It has a ten times optical zoom. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: yeah, he inspects it for like five minutes and then uh just you can almost read on his face like he's he's very impressed for sure, uh and and very intrigued about this situation. But all told it takes you about an hour in this lift to get to your destination. Uh each of you give me a perception check if you don't mind while you're while you're Oh landing.
4: god. Uh
0: no <laughs> now we're back to normal seven yeah seven. Twelve. All right. i got um, a 12. you notice uh anu the others
3: do not while you're moving uh there are sh- very subtle shifts in direction so you're not just moving straight down the entire time Uh, The path of this lift seems to be taking you along a path that um, is designed to confuse you as to where you're actually going. Now, you don't think you've got enough of a grasp on the movement to be able to, like, plot out where you are in relation to the surface. You know what I mean? But you definitely are aware that, that this isn't just an up and down ride.
2: Okay.
3: So, um, so you reach the bottom. Uh, it opens out. You see a very, very elaborate, well-stocked Caneth uh, laboratory. Um, it appears to be highly active, and there are a number of machines that are currently covered up and, like, roped off. Uh, I would like... Cresmar to make two checks for me. One, I would like a wisdom saving throw from you. And two, I would like a history check. So let's do the wisdom save first. Wisdom first. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: You've got inspiration if you need it, by the way. I was
1: just checking. um, I have uh, automatic um, advantage on all wisdom saving throws. Okay. Sorry. I completely forgot about that. Anyway, I rolled seventeen. Excellent. Um. And there was a history one. Yeah,
3: history check.
1: This one is a twenty-nine.
3: You absolutely recognize uh, this laboratory. If it's not a lab that you have physically been in, it's laid out in under the same floor plan. Um, this is ancient Kenneth stuff, going back to the foundation of the house. You're also aware, though you don't see any, you don't seem to think any of them are active at the moment. You're aware that there are a number of uh illusion generating devices built into these labs to hide technology
1: well at least i know my way around the building
3: yeah uh you're also aware that this is fully stocked uh it's it's got living quarters the whole night and so manic says we'll have to wait here until she's brought to us Uh, so feel free uh obviously please don't touch anything in this room Um, But if you go down the hallway to the left, there's sleeping quarters. It's just
1: like I remember it.
3: You've been here before?
1: Maybe. Do you have other labs that look exactly like this one?
3: Uh, This is a fairly standard, uh, if a bit old, layout for our laboratories, yes. That is possible. Who knows? Right on. Well, then you know where the where the uh, facilities are. Feel free to make yourselves at home, uh, maybe get a rest in. We'll wake you up if they show up, but uh, it's probably going to take a little while for them to get everything handled on the investigation up top.
4: Sure.
0: I would like to examine some of these things.
1: Is there any gear around here that would allow me to modify Warforged?
3: Um, Yeah, what did you have in mind?
1: Well, we do have one Warforged and a lot of spare time.
0: Careful now.
1: I was thinking of adding a few upgrades to Woody since his uh, chase is so uh, banged up and everything.
3: You know, he does Bang look like up. he could
1: use a... Bang up! <laughs> well, You did put yourself together from bits and scraps that the kobolds brought. This is true.
3: Um, yeah, you know what? He does look like he's seen better days. Why don't we... Uh, why don't you come on over here? I'll show you my workbench. Thanks, come on. Walks over and starts... And uh, you guys start working on... Um, on cleaning Woody up and giving him some upgrades. Do you have anything in particular in mind?
1: Well, we're probably going to see a lot of um, action against other Warforged, so anything that would be useful against other members of his kind, maybe some kind of device to uh, well, first... disrupt them or something. Oh,
3: let me see what like I got. A... He starts digging around through stuff. First off, let's make sure that his body is in... Like you, do you have a different
0: Warforged arm? <laughs> I am composed of 24.6 kilograms of tripolymer composites, 11.8 kilograms of molybdenum cobalt alloys, and 1.3 kilograms of bioplast sheeting.
3: Right, but how much you
0: of that belongs to a different dude?
1: Voice box. You remember the, the Warforged leaders had something that... Um, Made their orders more compelling.
3: Yeah, let me see what we can dig up. Uh, and you guys start digging through, uh, finding some potential upgrades for Woody. Uh, what is
0: Anu gonna get? An understand? upgrade, upgrade. Gonna. Get...
2: Anu is going to find a way to tell Kresimir that when the investigation happens, maybe a nice little telepathic bond would help. And other than that, he's just going to hang out with Miley
4: because
2: she feels, she clearly feels kind of neglected.
1: We could also add like a drill to him so
3: we could escape from fear if need be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, we'll look at uh, some magic items. Uh, You have, let's see here. I just want to check something real quick because Manix is a level 20 artificer so i want to see well i'm level 12 he might be able to bring to the party do you have anything in specific that you can bring to like you have extra attunement slots at this point yes
0: i have one okay
3: and are you presently attuned to
0: i am attuned to i'm attuned to a cloak of protection of my own manufacture, and slippers of spider climbing of my own manufacture.
3: Okay. Um, So you have some room. And the docent, right? So you have one slot left.
0: Yes. I I didn't mark the docent down as uh, uh, attuned because I didn't realize it would require attunement.
3: I believe they do. I could be wrong.
0: Let's see, because I never even added that to my equipment sheet.
3: Ah, yeah, you should, because it gives you some ridiculous bonuses to shit.
0: I have added it, and I do need to attune to it. No, it's not an attunement item. No shit. It is not an attunement item, not according to D&D Beyond. Thanks, D&D Beyond. That's funny. (laughs) Uh, They should join
3: Astral Tabletop as sponsors of this stream. Astral Tabletop (laughs) is a virtual tabletop that uh, uh, lets you virtually represent what's going on in your tabletop that we will begin using on this stream at some point here in the near future. But uh, we do currently use on all my other streams. It's awesome. I highly recommend you check it out at astralvirtualtabletop.com.
0: Well, according to the description... It does, it's, do, it does require attunement by a Warforged, but, but there's it no... does
3: allow you to do it in little, a,
0: Yeah, there's no little A that pops up with it. Right. Uh, and if wow. you go into... In Holy your, shit.
3: Yeah, it adds a lot of shit. Um, Holy shit. Do you have it equipped? I think you might have to equip it before you attune it.
0: I have it equipped, but it hasn't changed anything in my stats.
3: And if you go into your attunement slots it might just not
0: be like fully integrated into d oh, nope yet. i have now attuned it it still hasn't um changed things like arcana and all that that it says it gives me like a plus homming jesus yeah you like jesus seven arcana like that. that's gonna that's gonna make my bonus for investigation plus 15. Yeah. Nice. Same thing for history, son of a bitch! You won't need well, t-
3: you won't need to zone a truth during this
0: thing. No. Are you saying I can dodge bullets?
3: But you have to pick <laughs> just three of the traits.
0: Oh, up to three. Yeah, it doesn't say which and it doesn't let me pick them. There's no drop downs? I don't think so. Let's see. Oh yep, customize. No, it's overrides. Okay. Yeah, the customized fields are all overrides, so I just have to pick some, I guess. I can override the skills. I didn't realize it was a thing I could do or I would have done it already. I'm really no, sorry. That's,
3: no worries, no worries. This is how we get our shit together. Um, so yeah, the short answer of that then is that you can pick out one more um, item. And because of where you're at right now, uh, you can basically attune pretty much anything that's sub legendary. Um, you can also pick out <laughs> if you would prefer uh, one of the infu- any of the infusions because he can infuse for you. Um,
0: so those oh, are awesome. You enough. know what? You know what? You know what? <laughs> I well, just had me an idea.
3: And I will allow you and, and uh, Mike to confab over the week about that as well, if you choose. Nice. Yeah, um,
0: Mike, Mike, keep this in mind, right? Turning one arm, basically allowing allowing Woody to turn one arm into a blaster that shoots the missiles from the necklace of fireballs. Ooh. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs>
3: Fist goes up and (laughs) just fires. You don't take that gun, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You Um, know, I'm fine with it if that's what you want to do. Um, That's a okay by me. Uh, The other thing that I should note is there are five iron defenders like in the area that you're in. So So don't steal nothing. There's four in the lab, and then there's one that's like basically patrolling the hall where uh, Miley and, and Anu have gone off to.
0: Scooter be good they they start wrestling
1: but it would be interesting to also add some kind of functionality that allows you to sort of uh uh bypass hostile warforged
0: yeah yeah there's nothing in there's nothing in the docent that would do that. But I mean, blasting
1: yeah. them to bits works. But uh, sometimes a subtle option is also a good idea.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a thing that we should try to do.
3: Well, if the two of you want to try to homebrew something over the course of the week, then I'll give you a check to see if you can create and install it at the beginning of the session. Yeah, all section. right. Um, in that the works meantime, for me. Whilst you're looking at those things, so Anu, uh, you and Miley go into your room, um, engage in whatever uh, closed door activities you choose to engage in. And once that's done, um, you know she says, "So, what's the plan here? What's our what's our plan if this goes south?" Murder uh... everyone! Well, she's just talking. You're not her. there. <laughs> you guys, you guys are out ratcheting on a war forge. And Anu's ratcheting on a a lottery
4: well
2: the um, <laughs> my plan is what my plan is all the time if it goes south try our best to stay alive and kill everyone else because okay. i i don't think we can come up with a better plan this time
3: so we have so you want you're saying be prepared to shoot our way out
2: i say pre- be prepared isn't to, that
3: always the case <laughs> you're not there
2: every <laughs> single time you're in my proximity, apparently. Um, but yeah, pretty much. I'm not sure how this is going to go down. Uh, this kid that dude sounds like he doesn't even know what's going on in his family, seeing how this bitch is not the only one who wanted the calculator. I don't know, man. Like,
3: Well, it seems to me like there's a faction split going on in this family. And I, I mean, I'm not familiar specifically with their ins and outs, but I do know, um, There are
4: a few factions,
2: not, not just one split. Well, remember the guy stole the other piece from this chick wanted us to steal that piece.
3: Okay. So, I mean, it's possible he doesn't know what's up. Uh,
2: yeah. Basically, I'm pretty sure he has no clue what's going on in his own stupid house. Okay. Which doesn't bode well for us.
3: All right. Well, hopefully, well, I mean, it might, if we can actually prove this, that you're telling the truth, right, that would be good for us, right? Yeah. Because he doesn't definitely... have any loyalty to this, to this other person. Yeah.
2: I mean, I don't know. I'm not particularly loyal to my own family, but if I had to choose between someone who just walked off the street and some of my stupid relatives, I'd probably pick person off the street. It's just me.
4: Right.
2: (laughs) And they've been dicks to me all my life. Doesn't seem to be the case here, so I don't know. Just be prepared for anything, and if you have any more interesting tricks. Like I don't know, a cobalt who can do illusion, maybe maybe kill me That would be great.
3: You want me to tell you everything? I thought I thought men liked a little mystery.
2: Um Yeah, there's a the little mystery and that there's not knowing facts that would save your life.
3: Okay, that's fair. I'm carrying a panic button. I would prefer not to use it. But if things go very, very, very bad for us, okay. I can get us out of here.
2: Okay, great. That sounds awesome. It's
3: Let's
2: go ahead and do that.
3: It'll be a bit of an out of the frying pan into the fire scenario.
2: Uh like it happened that time when we got into another plane with the ship.
3: Sort of. Um, I have. Yeah. I, I have some uh, gifts that owe me a favor.
2: Okay, cool. So if things go... As long as we're alive, we can figure it out.
3: Okay. If things go sideways, I can call them and they can theoretically pull us to their ship.
2: Okay. Let's keep that as a last resort.
3: Okay. All right. That's where we'll wrap up game for this week.
2: By the way, uh, if nobody... Figured it out by now. The best move I ever made in my life was to sit to Miley.
0: It's coming yeah. handy. Yeah. Yeah. That that was that was an inspired choice.
2: So if you ever make fun of my hoarding ways again, no. Just remember Miley. No. <laughs> oh goddamn.
0: So yeah, that's where we'll
3: uh that's where we'll wrap things up for the week. Uh any oh, questions, comments, complaints or concerns? Yes. I don't want to
2: die. I don't want to die.
3: I'll see I'll see what I can do. But look, the dice you're gonna do what the dice are gonna do, I have no control over it. Um sure, sorry, sure. <laughs> But uh, to that end let's do our uh let's do our introductions. Uh, starting with uh Anu, why don't you tell us who you are, what you doing, who you're playing, please.
2: Uh <coughs> I'm sorry, that, that was not proper English.
3: Maybe try not uh, to die in name, the impressive.
2: Yeah. My my name is Alina, I'm a fiction writer. I write um fi and Fantasy, Contemporary Romance and Mystery. And I'm playing Anu, who is an average knight and um, a nobleman and a total a total a total slut, uh, let's face it. Uh, he likes makeup and jewelry and all that fun, fun stuff. And um, that's about the d part and on to what I've been up to part because I'm assuming that's coming. Uh, actually, I want to just mention one thing. I'm part of this really cool anthology. It's called Hot Summer Nights and it's a charity anthology. It will only be available for three months on Amazon and all proceeds go to the Trevor Project. Oh, which for those who don't know um it's a charity that provides uh, suicide prevention support to young lgbt youth so everyone under 25 pretty much teenagers and young adults so it's a great charity and we want to support them so yeah go and check hot summer lights. Uh, there are seven Let's call them stories because uh, they're kind of long, so it's not a short story anthology. It's more like a novella anthology, let's call it. Um, it's pretty cool. There are a lot of cool authors and very different genres. And I wrote the dragon story because why not?
3: <laughs> nice. I love it. The uh, link to that is in the chat, and it will be in the description.
2: <coughs> oh, on, thank on you. I...
3: and all that stuff. No, no problem. I was um, thinking
2: of sending it to you after a, the fact, but you were faster than
3: me. It is a great uh, charity. Uh, definitely sports River Project. And definitely check out that anthology. Um, and uh, next up, we've got Mike. Let us know uh, who you are, what you who you play, please. Hello,
1: I'm Mike. I'm a beginner game developer and designer. I've been playing Cressimar, um, with uh, a bit of a... Mixed personality, he is both a uh, cleric of the silver flame uh, of sorts. He's one of those kind of priests, you know, the, the kind that the, that the church doesn't like to talk
3: about. <laughs> not, and, wait a second, word choice. <laughs> no, no, he,
1: it's more about him being a weirdo, not about oh,
0: uh, no, so there's no cover up. Nope. No, there's
1: no cover up. There's no kids hidden in the basement.
2: Um, <laughs> no, think of think of Alan Watts and how the church doesn't want to admit he was ever a priest.
3: And, uh, right, more of a heretic you know, than a than a threat. big go on. And he
1: uh, also... He's my sort of a mad scientist here? He invented a lot of important things for the setting in this uh, rendition, at least. And uh, everybody's out to get
3: him, <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: for no, for no apparent reason. Martin. Oh, yeah,
3: no reason Tress at Tress all.
2: Chris Mar- did nothing wrong,
3: right? Yeah, he didn't bring a, a single bit of that on himself <laughs> <laughs> ever. Um, do you have anything that you wanted to share with the class or promote this week?
1: Uh, nothing, especially I've, uh, I've been having all sorts of health problems lately.
3: And uh, hopefully I'll still be able to continue to be on the stream. You know, we should have a talk off, off stream about that um, too. About ways that, ways that maybe we can engage the audience to, to help you out. Let's talk about, Hopefully i will
1: about
3: about still be around, but who knows. Um, for sure, for sure. And uh, lastly, we've got uh, our wonderful Woody, whose nameplate is wrong. It says Gurius because that's who he used to be, but he's not anymore. No, no worries. But tell us who you are, what you're doing, who you, who you playing, please.
0: Hello, everyone. My name is Bob Davis. I am a game writer, freelance game writer and designer who uh, publishes on the DMs Guild and elsewhere. And I am playing Woody, whose real name is W00D-D4. Um, maybe someday he'll be D6. And yeah, that was a joke. Not a very good one. It's...
2: I'm laughing, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're laughing at me, not with me.
3: I mean, so... you know, we're with you. We're just laughing no. a lot harder than you are.
0: nice Uh, you can find me (laughs) I will file that away thank you (laughs) nice Uh, you can find me at oh where can you find me on twitter at WP2XX you can find me on my website that is www.r-p-davis.com, and there you can sign up for my newsletter, keep up with me, and uh, Patreon at yeah Patreon RP Davis, that's me. And I just uploaded a new thing there. What do I got coming out? Man, I got all kinds of stuff. I just I've been on a a magic items and spells kick lately, and uh, in the past two weeks, have released like three different things on the DM's Guild. Um, for magic items and spells, you can find that. I'm working on some adventure content. I'm working on get a, a, a one big collaboration for In the Fall. Travis knows all about it, but I'm not going to say anything more about it because it's going to be super cool when yes. it all gets pulled together and it will allow DMs ways to puree their players' characters in new, evil, and inventive ways.
3: I think it's fair and spoiler-free to call it a Gygaxian sort of uh, project.
0: Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it about the only difference is we're actually giving them a chance to spot the trap before it tears their <laughs> arms. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It, it it's gonna be it's a lot of fun to put together. I'm enjoying seeing what people are coming up with. We've got some really talented writers involved, some really talented artists, and that look for that. It probably won't be out till around Christmas, but uh, we're hoping to release it as a print product as well and that so really excited about that um, i got some adventures that are halfway done in playtesting so they're going to be I've got so many irons in the fire I'm surprised I don't burn myself
3: we'll definitely check out Bob's uh, DM's guild link it's on the thing um, in you. the chat and obviously it'll be in the description and uh, support him on Patreon because he's doing some cool stuff over there with like uh, peeling back curtain on how to make things um and if you've watched this channel at all you know that i'm a fan of that kind of content myself so um i highly recommend helping bob make it by supporting my patreon um and i'm travis leg the dungeon master uh what things do i need to tell you today i need to tell you that we are sponsored uh by astral tabletop and once again you should go over to astraltabletop.com, uh sign up there's it's free for users and then there's pro uh versions you can pick up that. uh give you a wider array of tools um i highly recommend it Uh, i use the pro version on all my other streams we're probably going to be integrating it into this stream once i have the time to prepare it Uh, we've been theater of the mind now for three seasons so uh i don't know that we'll integrate it quite as fully in this stream as we do in others uh it it will largely probably be like more backdroppy than it will be like done like hex movie on, on here, but it's good for that too, though. There's uh, actually pre programmed uh, animations and sounds that you can add, so we might be able to add some ambiance right there through Astral. There's a lot of fun stuff in it, so uh, definitely head over there and check it out. Um, I also, since last we spoke, I have accepted a gig as the uh, line developer for Scarred Lands for Onyx Path Publishing, which is super awesome. Uh, those of you who are fans of the channel know that uh, Scarred Lands is a setting I love. I run it on here on Mondays. If you haven't tuned in, you should. Um, and my first book in the official line developer role is out now. It is Blood Sea, The Crimson Abyss. And it was written by Celeste Conowich of the Venture Maidens podcast. So I got to work pretty uh, tightly with her on getting this thing together. She loves... Uh, Seafaring adventures, and you can see it in every word of this book. Um, I highly recommend picking it up. It's like four bucks over there at DriveThruRPG right now. It premiered basically as a copper bestseller. We've had like six five-star reviews. Go see for yourself. It's in the chat, and it will be in the description below. Um, to that end, I would, if you haven't checked out the main Scarland setting, uh, I would recommend picking that up as well. And there's a community content program called the Slurishian Vault that I'm sure if you've been listening to me uh, for any length of time you're aware of. But if you're not, head over there uh, to DriveThruRPG. Pick up some stuff at the Slurishian Vault. Uh, If you're into making D&D content, look at making some for the Slurishian Vault. We're looking for more creators. And I'll have some special news on that, hopefully, in the next week or two. Uh, Some opportunities for creators uh, that are interested in the Vault um other than that i plan on over the weekend i will have an update at my patreon regarding the ongoing ravnica campaign i've been working on with Via diaz i've had a couple people ask me is that going to be uh, impacted by um me taking this this job with onyx path and the answer is sort of but i think in an exciting way um so i'll have some news on that on my patreon um so if you're fans of of Ravnica and you've been following the secrets of the Tritice Skellion com- campaign, that is not done. We have more stuff to share with you and we're going to bring some interesting and fun people onto the team to help make that happen. So keep an Good. eye on Patreon. Um, and Good stuff. have, have that uh, shortly. Beyond that, if you've not done so, please follow, like, comment, share, subscribe. All that fun stuff, throw bits, uh, sub to us here if you're uh, uh amazon prime user and you haven't used your free sub give us a free sub if not i think subs are like 4.95 and all that every penny that comes in here helps us with software and with cool stuff for the stream bells and whistles and all that jazz um so it's greatly greatly appreciated and then uh just make sure you follow everybody on their social media make sure you're back here uh monday we'll be back here for uh Scarred landsmiths and matchmakers at 2:30 central uh at on Wednesday we're back here for Extreme drowists. Thursday we've got Oliver's uh, Ravenloft campaign, many Dreadfuls at 2 p.m Central. and then back here next Friday at 10 am. Central. So it's gonna be a fu- we have a full broadcast week next week. We'll see you hopefully then. Thank you guys for joining us. Have an awesome time.